Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Hello, and welcome to episode 20 of the Untangling Life Podcast. I'm Rachel, and I am so excited to share with you a brand new series beginning today entitled, What You Need to Know by Heart. Maybe you've seen my photo or even me in person before, and you know what I look like right now. Scratch that from your mind for a moment and instead draw the picture of a thin girl with braces on her teeth, glasses a little too large for her face, and frizzy hair, and now you have me in the seventh grade. At that time, I had to memorize the definitions to vocabulary words at the beginning of a new workbook. And back then in my juvenile state, I would have used the phrase know by heart to describe that process. We had to know our vocab words by heart, right? But after all I've lived through, discouragement, distress, disease, divorce, and death, my definition of know by heart has dramatically changed. So hang with me for this episode, will you? If you know me, or if you listened to episode 19 of this podcast, then you know that one of my favorite Christian artists is Cece Winans. And her recent album, Believe For It, is on replay in my office many days. The lyrics of the songs on that release are so incredibly powerful. But what I really love about that release is that the words echo scriptures that serve as reminders of who God is and what he has done. Why do we need those reminders so desperately? If he said it, then we can believe it. If he promised it in his word, we can trust it. Amen? The struggle comes into play because of our lack of faith. Most of us easily recognize this struggle, that we need to trust God more. But there's another struggle besides doubt or unbelief that I want to focus on in this series, and it is the struggle of forgetfulness. If you've ever watched the Pixar movie Finding Nemo, then you might be familiar with the character Dory. Dory is a royal blue tang, a beautiful fish with a bright yellow tail, who suffers from amnesia. When she explains her issues, she says, I suffer from short-term memory loss. It runs in my family. At least I think it does. For most of the movie, Dory's character is rendered as struggling with this issue through the journey of the movie until she experiences a deep relational connection. Suddenly, she is triggered when she sees a sign with the word Sydney. All the pieces of the puzzle come together and she has found Nemo. Indeed, it is the climax to the movie, Finding Nemo. You know, guys, I know it's a movie, but truthfully, I see a lot of spiritual Dory swimming around. Maybe because it runs in my family. But seriously, we are suffering from spiritual short-term memory loss. Gosh, some of us even experience full-blown spiritual amnesia. And by that, I mean... We forget what God explicitly tells us to remember. And this kind of remember, this kind of know by heart, isn't the get through the vocab words list (laughs) kind. I can't recall a single vocabulary definition from even one of those workbooks. I could make something up, yes, but I truly didn't make those definitions 
a part of my heart. I didn't memorize them for life. For two months, I've been working through a couple of hunts in the Bible for the words, remember and the phrase, do not forget. These hunts have uncovered principles that I believe we all struggle with when it comes to walking faithfully with the Lord. The enemy uses our weaknesses against us. He uses the struggle of humanity. He uses the struggle to remember. He is strategic about this. And when we fail to purposely remember God's promises and instead rely on our own thoughts, then look out. How do we fix the failure to remember God's grace? In this episode of What You Need to Know by Heart, I want to start with the children of Israel in Deuteronomy, where Moses gives a series of reminder messages to them. Their season of wandering in the wilderness has passed, and they are parked in tents on top of the mountain. And now it's time for them to move on and take possession of Canaan, the promised land, the land that God had promised his people. The old generation who had been delivered from Egypt had not been faithful to God and lost their privilege of entering into the promised land, but the new generation is about to be unleashed into the next wave of God's plan for his people. And so imagine Moses standing before them like a head coach before the big game day. He is reiterating the Ten Commandments and in the midst of them, listen to Deuteronomy 5.15. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. There are four things that specifically are listed in this tiny little verse, this short verse, four things that we have to remember. God is telling through Moses this to the children of Israel, remember these things. I want you to think about Number one, the bondage that held you. He says, remember that you were slaves. The bondage that held you. There's a pain in your past that you wish you could forget. And I am not telling you, and neither is the Lord telling the children of Israel to dwell on this pain of the past or to go back and live like you are a slave of the past. But he is also reminding them, don't forget. Don't forget what I have brought you out of. Don't forget the slavery and the pain that you were in when I found you. Romans 6, 16 and 17 says, Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness, But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. There is something that God has brought you out of. He has claimed you, reclaimed you as his own. You are no longer a slave to sin or a slave owned by the enemy. He has claimed you. He has freed you. The the next thing this verse emphasizes to me, remember that you were slaves in Egypt. Remember where God has brought you from. 
There were borders that limited you. It was a place of the past. Maybe addiction, maybe a sin that gripped your heart, maybe weaknesses that the enemy used and still tries to use against you. Those borders that limited you in your land of Egypt in comparison to where the children of Israel were in Egypt, it was a a God-forsaken place, felt like a God-forsaken place. And maybe those are the borders that limit you. You feel like now you are in a place where um, God just does not feel near to your heart. There are some circumstances or situations you're undergoing that cause you to struggle. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses continues his coaching session. And I want to pick up in reading verse 10. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Do you hear the repetition? Didn't we just read this in verse 15 of chapter 5? And yet Moses is saying it again. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Guys, I just really believe that it's so important for us today to remember where God has brought us from, what he has brought us through. Be careful that we do not forget how he has rescued us. And then there are two parts to remembering that God brought us out, where he brought us from and the fact that he brought us out. But the second section says, with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. God didn't bring you out like, you know, a weakling. He stormed in and brought you out. This is what he did for the children of Israel. And this is what he still does today. He has not changed. The strength that freed you is the power of God working in your life today. The mighty hand that God brought you out with is his strength. It represents his power. And then the outstretched arm represents his protection. That is the security that protected you. In Psalm 103.2, the verse says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Don't forget his power. Don't forget his protection. Remember that there was a bondage that held you and borders that limited you. But the power of God freed you and the protection of God secured you. That power and protection is just as available today. When you struggle to remember, John 14, 26 is a huge comfort to me. Part of the Holy Spirit's job is to serve as a reminder. He is to bring to our remembrance this power, this protection, these the bondage, all of the things that we need to remember, that is the Holy Spirit's job. Listen to John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have told you. All you need to do in the struggle 
of spiritual amnesia, the struggle of remembering who God is and what he has done for you is to ask the Holy Spirit for a reminder. Maybe it'll come in the form of a text from a friend, perhaps a message from your pastor, a worship song, a word in your social media feed, maybe even this podcast. When I think about God's protection in my life and his power in my life, one of my favorite memories is when I went to speak at Focus on the Family over the radio and record a session with them. I had been ill two days prior to my flight and did not feel that I could follow through with this task at all. I was seriously ill, just didn't think I could make it, and I continually prayed for the Lord to show up that he had given me this opportunity and I really wanted to follow through and that it would take his power and protection in order for me to be able to do it. And I look back on that time and realize how he provided. There is no way that I could have recorded that interview in my own strength. I just love how he showed up and showed off through that opportunity. And I just want to remind you That when you struggle to remember the power and protection of your God, you are not alone in that struggle. The Holy Spirit is continually your helper and he empowers you to remember what you need to know by heart. And that, my friends, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. If you long to develop a close relationship with the Lord so that you can remember He keeps His promises, then 31 days of prayers for the heart will meet you in your hardest moments to clear your head and calm your heart. Enjoy this beautiful prayer card set and display stand available at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. For the month of February, our community is reading through One More Step, Finding Strength When You Feel Like Giving Up. I wrote this book after walking through many hard years of caregiving for my special needs daughter, Taylor, who left us for heaven in early 2019. Some of the topics covered are how to fight fatigue, what to do to overcome the overwhelming, and understanding the power of running to God's word as soon as discouragement strikes. You can find this at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. And as always, you'll find tons of free resources at rachelwojo.com, including prayer journals, Bible reading plans, and more. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. 
Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.